and welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is Wednesday, September the 23rd, and this is episode number five. I'm your host, Ken Esch, and this is episode number two out of four in creating a lifestyle of freedom. Last week, we talked from the perspective of a middle schooler, someone about 12, 13 years old, who has very little life experience and none to very little work experience as well. So we talked deciphering your micro-interests, and there went my second alarm. It's actually 4.30 as we as I speak right now. I got up really early so that I could record this. Because I'm helping a friend today, and I don't know if I'll get a chance to record this afternoon. So I'm up early in the morning trying to get this out for you guys. Hopefully, it's up to par. Like I said, this is episode number two in a four-part series in creating a lifestyle of freedom. But before we get into that, I have a little rant about bad business practices. So I took my van to a mechanic shop about three and a half weeks ago. I've been having some transmission issues, and my wife needed to use the van to go on a long trip to spend some time with her mom and her sisters. So I took the van in about three weeks ago, and I told the guy, I said, my wife needs to leave by this date. Can you do this by that point? He's like, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll we'll get you done. As the weeks went by, I waited about a week and finally called him and said, Hey, how's how's it going with the van? He said, I'm pulling it in the shop tomorrow. I said, Great, that's awesome. That you know, you've still got a week and a half, should be able to get it figured out. Four different times I called him over the span of the next week and a half, and he's like, Yes, I'm pulling it in the shop tomorrow. And finally he he got really upset with me that I kept calling him, asking him about the van. It's like, man, I'm busy. I got work to do. I'm not just sitting here. And it's just terrible, terrible business practices, terrible communication. And it really made me stop and think about how I communicate with my customers and my clients. Do I give them the runaround or am I up front with them? Do I tell them if I am not able to get to a project of theirs, do I say, yes, I'll start tomorrow when in reality I have no intention of starting for two weeks and then I'll make up some excuse? Or am I up front with them and say, hey, look, I'm two weeks out and I can't get to you until this date. Or do I say, I'm really sorry, I had some issues come up, I planned to start tomorrow, but something happened, it's out of my control, I can't, I'm really sorry, I'm willing to work with you some on that. It, It made me stop and look at my business practices. So if you are a small business owner, or you're somebody who's looking into getting into small business, the first thing you need to work on is communication because in business you deal with people and people need to be communicated to. They need to be um, treated with kid gloves, for lack of a better term, because if you treat your customers bad, you won't have any customers. I'm just saying. (laughs) Second thing, I live in Cumberland County, Kentucky. 
As far as I know, I'm the only podcaster in this area. If you are or you know someone else who also is a podcaster in or around Cumberland County, Kentucky, send me an email, ken at constructiveliberty.com. I'd love to, love to chat with you, love to connect with you. If you just live in Cumberland County, Kentucky, hit me up. Let's, let's chat. I'd like to get to know you. I want to get to know the people that listen and more people in my local area. I'd love to get to know you. So again, that's Ken at constructiveliberty.com. Let's get into the main topic of today's show. Today we're talking on building, creating a lifestyle of freedom but understanding the strengths of your personality and tapping into those strengths. When we know the strengths of our personality and operate within that sphere, it is so freeing because you don't feel like you're trying to be somebody you're not. It's your natural self, your natural tendencies. And when when you can just flow in there or work in there, things just go a lot smoother. Along with that is understanding other people's personalities as well and how they operate, what their strengths are, how they flow through life. And when you can adapt your own strengths and your own communication with that of a partner or a significant other or your children, things tend to go a lot better because you're working together instead of... Imagine you have... Uh, two gear wheels and they're different sizes they're not spaced right they don't mesh together they don't turn together but when things are synchronized it flows smoothly and you can create a nice machine when the gears line up it just goes a lot smoother so to understand yourself and others there's two questions we can ask ourselves and we're going to build a model here so imagine you have a circle and you draw a line a horizontal line through the center of this circle the first question that you ask yourself is am i more outgoing or am i more reserved outgoing being a lot faster paced more upbeat get her done charge into what needs to be done and not afraid to speak your mind, not afraid to say what needs to be said. The cautious type or reserve type is more cautious. They are, they're more, um, held back. They think things through a little more before they charge in. They're not the center of attention. So the outgoing type is at the top of the circle and the reserve type is at the bottom of the circle. And then, Draw another line horizontally through this circle, and you put task-oriented on the left and people-oriented on the right. So ask yourself, am I more task-oriented or people-oriented? A task-oriented person is someone who, they are so focused on getting the job done, they forget to think about the feelings of other people. They they probably are like, feelings? (laughs) Who's got time for feelings? But a... People, someone who's people oriented, they can be in the middle of a task and they see a person coming and they drop everything. They just, they just want to talk to the person. So if you find yourself more outgoing, you move to the top of the circle. And then if you find yourself more 
task-oriented, you would move to the left side of the circle. We've divided that circle into four quadrants. I hope that creates a nice little picture in your head. There are words that we use to describe each of these four personality types. A task-oriented and outgoing individual we would call the dominant personality type. A outgoing and people-oriented individual, they would be the inspiring type. The people-oriented and reserved person is a supportive type. And the reserved and task-oriented is the cautious type. And these four words, we take the first letter of each of these words, and it creates what's known as the DISC model of human behavior. And there's more words that we use to describe each of these personality types. Beginning with the D, we have, we describe them as a dominant person. They are very decisive and they're a doer. They get stuff done. The things that motivate them in life that they need to thrive are things like a challenge. They need choices over their life, over what what they do, and they need control. So if you see that in yourself where and, and you just feel suppressed and like things just aren't quite right and you think that you if you are the D personality type you're probably lacking in one of these areas. You're not getting the challenge you need. You're not having choices over over your actions or over your situation. And you don't have control over anything. Like You feel like things are just out of control. They need freedom. They need some authority over... They, they like to have authority over others. Not necessarily that they're trying to control others, but they like to be an authority. They like varied activities and difficult assignments. That's part of the challenge, like we talked about. And in a work situation, they need opportunities for advancement. The inspiring personality type. Their motivations in life, what drives them, what where they thrive is when they have the proper recognition, when they have approval, and when they have popularity. I'll tell a small story. My wife is the inspiring type. And we were out grocery shopping one day and she found some cereal that my dad loves that he thought had been discontinued. So I grabbed three boxes of it. We we bought it and I took it home and presented it to him like, Dad, I found the cereal you love. And he was thanking me and like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe you found it. I didn't know they made it anymore. My wife, being the inspiring type, wanting the recognition and the approval, was like, I'm the one who found it. It was me. It was my idea. I I did it. And it's a funny little story, but she needed that recognition and approval. If she doesn't get that, then she feels suppressed. It's like, I'm not who I am. I'm, I'm not loved if I don't have these things, if I'm not motivated by the recognition and, and, and the approval. They need friendly relationships and opportunities to influence and inspire others. And they like to verbalize their ideas. This person will talk a lot. And that's a good thing. That's one of their strengths. Moving on to the supportive type. 
a couple other words that can describe them are steady and sensitive. This type of person is, remember, they're reserved and people-oriented, so they like to be around people, but they don't talk a lot, especially not in a big group setting. What motivates them is security, appreciation, and assurance. They like to be secure. They want to know that they're cared for. Some things that they need are, in a work environment, they need an area of specialization. And they like to identify with a group. You'll see these people often identifying as, I am a... um handyman and that is who they are they identify as that thing instead of as an individual they're part of the group they are great helpers some of the other personality types are great starters they have all the ideas but this the the supportive personality type is a great helper my dog just walked up on me and she's wanting my love and attention she's probably an s type because she loves being appreciated <laughs> And they also like stability in a consistent, familiar environment. They don't like a lot of change. Go to the cautious type, the reserved and task-oriented person. This person is not so much... They don't verbalize a lot because they are task-oriented versus people. And they're also reserved. So <laughs> they can come across as cold. And I'm allowed to talk about this type because this is me. But their basic motivations in life are for quality answers, excellence, and value. You might say, how many questions does a cautious person ask? And they might respond with, well, how many questions are there? That would be my answer. <laughs> Environmental needs for the cautious type are clearly defined tasks and explanations. We like to know all of the details. We need this cautious type needs the time and resources to get the task, to get the work done. They like participating in a team environment. And they don't like risks. If there is a risk to be taken, it's going to take a while before the cautious type makes the leap and goes ahead, goes through with that risk. And But they do like planning and precision. So when you can understand each of these personality types and and their basic motivations and what they need in their environment, when you can understand yourself and your spouse, your children, your parents, your boss, your coworkers, when you understand people through the lens of this model, then it gives you an idea of how to adapt your communication styles, how to adapt how you relate to people, how you lead people, how you help people. It it gives you a great understanding on relationships overall. It helps you to understand why people do the things they do, why other people seem weird to you. People seem weird to me because they're not like me. But if everybody was like me, it would kind of be a boring world, don't you think? But that that's a general overview of the DISC model of human behavior and understanding your strengths. That's part two in creating a lifestyle of freedom. Know your strengths. Know the strengths of your personality even more specifically because that can help you 
help you build onto your physical strengths, your mental strengths, when you understand who you are as a person. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And I believe that is talking about more than right and wrong, because there's many areas where it, it says to teach children the difference between right and wrong, but training up a child in the way he should go, I believe, applies to train them according to their personality type, according to the style of their personality, so that they can operate, so they can tap into their strengths. That's all I've got on that today. That's the end of the main topic of the show. I do offer assessments based around the DISC model of human behavior, as well as I have varied coaching packages around that. If that interests you, just send me an email at ken at constructiveliberty.com. I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. I'm also opening up my Teen Catalyst experience in October, and I'm taking four participants this time. And the sole purpose of this experience is to, to give teens clarity on career and lifestyle vision to help them to have a big picture view of life. Because so often teens get stuck in only seeing what's right around them and they forget that, you know, life is coming. They've only lived a small percentage of, of hopefully what their big lifespan will be and it's easy to get stuck on the, the minute details or the small right here, right now when you're that age. But my purpose is to give teens a big picture vision of the lifestyle and career that they want to live. Here's what one parent of a recent participant said. She said about her son, he has been empowered to take more initiative in life, be more proactive in his responsibilities, and more future thinking. Wow. When she told me that, I was amazed. I said, that is what I'm going for. And that brings us to the end of today's show. If you like the work I do and want to support me, there's several ways to do that. Mainly just listen, share it with a friend, leave a review, hopefully a five-star review. If you have any questions for me or want to know more about the podcast or about myself, about the work I do, email me at Ken at Constructive Liberty. You can also connect with me on social media. I'm most active on MeWe and Facebook. You can find me on a few other social media platforms as well, but that's where you can interact with me the most is on MeWe. Just search my name and send me a friend request. I'm happy to connect. Now go out and do good work.